0: Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg, thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. prayer for the presence of Christ. Lord Jesus, stay with us from the beginning to the end of this day. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. We be reading from Isaiah chapter 29, verses 5 through 20. But your many enemies will become like fine dust, the ruthless hordes like blown chaff, suddenly in an instant. The Lord Almighty will come, with thunder and earthquake and great noise, with windstorm and tempest and flames of a devouring fire. Then the hordes of all the nations that fight against Ariel, that attack her and her fortress and besiege her, will be as it is with a dream, with a vision in the night. As when a hungry person dreams of eating, but awakens hungry still. As when a thirsty person dreams of drinking, but awakens faint and thirsty still. So will it be with the hordes of all the nations that fight against Mount Zion. Be stunned and amazed, blind yourselves and be sightless. Be drunk, but not from wine, stagger, but not from beer. The Lord has brought over you a deep sleep. He has sealed your eyes, the prophets. He has covered your heads, the seers. For you, this whole vision is nothing but words sealed in a scroll. And if you give the scroll to someone who can read and say, Read this, please, they will answer, I can't, it's sealed. Or if you give the scroll to someone who cannot read and say, Read it, please, they will answer, I don't know how to read. Then the hordes of all the nations that fight against Ariel, that attack her and her fortress and besiege her, will be as it is with a dream, with a vision of the night. The Lord says, These people come near to me with their mouth, but and honor me with their lips, But their hearts are far from me their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught therefore once more i will astound these peoples with wonder upon wonder the wisdom of the wise will perish the intelligence of the intelligent will vanish woe to those who go to the great depths to hide their plans from the lord who do their work in darkness and think who sees us who will know You turn things upside down as if the potter were thought to be like the clay. Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, You did not make me? Can the pot say to the potter, You know nothing? In a very short time, will not Lebanon be turned into a fertile field, and the fertile field seem like a forest? In that day, the deaf will hear the words of the scroll, and out of gloom and darkness, The eyes of the blind will see, once more the humble will rejoice in the Lord, the needy will rejoice in the Holy One of Israel, the ruthless will vanish, the mockers will disappear, and all who have an eye for evil will be cut down. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture I'm drawn to the reality of how much our Lord despises heartless religious obedience. This chapter in Isaiah is a rebuke of the people of Israel, the people who live in the holy city of David, which we would know as Jerusalem. God is rebuking them for their heartless and passionless religious activity. There's a vision of God destroying their enemies, delivering from delivering them from destruction as if their enemies and all evil were just a bad dream and yet The people have no zeal, no passion, nor love for the Lord. This is not only a rebuke from the prophet Isaiah, but Jesus actually quotes these words to the people of Israel during his ministry upon the earth. He says to the religious leaders questioning him, You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So this temptation and reality for the people of Israel was true in 742 BC and in 28 AD in the time of Jesus, and the same is true for us today. Well did Isaiah prophesy of many in our own time, of those who honor me with their lips but whose hearts are far from me. People who worship the Lord out of obligation and duty to perform human rules and rituals. I know I struggle with this and I'm sure you do as well. It's the reality that's happened before the church, within the church, and will be for years and decades and millennia to come until all is redeemed. We as habitual people can read the same things, sing the same songs, pray the same things, and follow all the rules and be heartless in all of it. One of my good friends is an Anglican priest in the valley and They use the Book of Common Prayer with liturgies and written prayers in their worship and personal devotion. One thing that he and I have talked about often is how things can become so rote in our spiritual life. A phrase that he likes to say is, It's not about the prayer book, but the heart of the one praying the prayer book. What I think is so amazing, though, about our Savior and Lord is that He still came. In Isaiah, God still delivered and still pursued his people and performed wonders. God is in the business of doing the miraculous in the mundane and the routine, as well as doing things out of the blue and surprisingly inspirational. But we need to have hearts that choose not just to go through the motions, but truly and devotedly and passionately, seriously and thoughtfully and applicationally come To our Lord in worship and in awe of Him. So, in reflection today, let's pause and assess our level of awe and heartfeltness towards the Lord and be just with the Lord in it. Let's pause and assess our level of awe and heartfeltness towards the Lord and be with the Lord in the midst of it. Lord, we do come to you and beg, Lord, that we would have hearts that are in awe of you. Lord, we want this scripture to not be named among us, that we are people who honor you with our lips, but our hearts are far far from you. Lord, would we be a people whose hearts draw near, whose hearts long, who long to see you face to face our Lord and King. Lord, would we not walk in ritual? Would we not walk in obligation? Would we not walk in the amount of our, of the words that we use, Lord, but would we walk in a true desire and passion for your name, Jesus? Give us an awe of you. We beg and we plead, Lord, so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.